Welcome to the Parker Place Fantasy Football League Podcast with your hosts, Josh Gordon and... And that's it. Josh Gordon and... No one else. Special guest later on in the episode. Stay tuned until the end. All right, week four is in the books. Uh, And that's Michael. Like always, we're going to break down our rankings. We're going to bring it back. Uh, Josh, you go over the, the bottom five teams for us, okay? Just our rankings? Yeah. I can take a guess. Bottom number five? No, you're going to start at ten. Number ten. It's me, the, bo- the better podcast host, 0-4. In my defense, I've, I am number one in points against, so it's hard to win when everyone puts up over 125 points against you. This is true, but I mean, you are eighth in points for, so it's not like you're... Well, I'm eighth in points for coming off a 70-point week. That's true. So if I put up 100, which would be like considered an average low score, I would not be. I would be about sixth. That's fair. And That's we'll get fair. to why I put up 70 points when we get to my team. All right, after that, at number... Nine. Maggie Adder, a.k.a. Leno, not actually Maggie. Uh, he's one and three. Points four. 424. Points against 474. Number eight, 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 eight. LeBron is goaded, a.k.a. Kyle. He has a one and three record. He has 410 points four and 450 against. At number seven, we have Team E, who's Maggie. And she is two and two with 456 points for and four, 510 points against. Then, coming in at number six, we have the podcast host with a win, aka Michael. You need to change that to podcast host with two wins. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm, between the two of us, I'm the podcast host that has a win. That, yeah, that's but the point. Podcast host with two wins. You have two wins. You have exactly. 500. Yeah, that's points. actually ridiculous. Like 500. if you 500.00. Go you guys go and look at this. I have exactly 500.00 points for. I mean, that's almost so impossible. I'll say he's cheated. Yeah. So, uh, we need someone to investigate that. Yeah, that's a solid point. Oh, oh, news just in. They investigated it. You're cheated. You're you're out. Okay. All Sounds right. good. You have 451.08 points against. And then at number 5, we got Walgreens aka MJ. He is also 2-2. Two two. He has 437 points for 515 points against. That's when you step in, because you asked me just to do the bottom five. Yeah, and you did the bottom six. I did 10 to 5. Oh, five. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so I just thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> All right, then at number four, we have Elkal, aka Ryan. He's 2-2 two two as well. He's got 432 points for 400 against. That's right, four zero zero. And number three, little bit of a fall. Have we seen cracks in his armor? Big Brown Sugar Josh. He's three and one, five hundred thirty-six points for four hundred fifty-two against. Then at number two, we have Limp Richards, aka Richie. He's at three and one as well, five hundred seventeen for four hundred eighty-two against. And then at a commanding four and zero, oh, twice their age, Mr. Dan Etter. 
He's got 561 points for 439 points against. Yeah, there was a couple of uh, change-ups this week. The middle stayed the same. Uh, the bottom half flipped around and the top half flip ar flipped around. Let's go over our matchups now. Matchups! Let's start with Mr. Edder versus MJ. Mr. Edder put up the most points we have ever I seen. I mean, that's not the matchup, but okay. We go over last week's first, Josh. We've done this for three weeks. <laughs> oh, that's true. How we do it. Mr. Edder put up 190 points, far and away the most points we have ever seen in the PPFFL. Not only that, but he lost one of his starting running backs. And the starting running back put up what? Three points? 4.3. 4 4.3. Nick Chubb. That's crazy. That was just an absolutely ridiculous week from Mr. Gretter. Yeah, he was just taking everybody's points. I, I, I don't know. You want points? Too bad. My, my player got him. Exactly. I mean, it just, it, it wasn't close. MJ put up a respectable 110 points, but it was nowhere near Mr. Gretter's 190. I mean, slaughter. looking through Mr. Gretter's points, you've got... Josh Allen, 25, Kamara, 20, Chark, 22, CeeDee Lamb, 22, George Kittle, 25, Joe Mixon, 36, Traquan Smith, 18, Rodrigo Blankenship, Walgreens brand MJ, 13 points, and this defense, 5 points. It was an outstanding week. But mayor to guess, if you look at every position's top performer, I bet he's got almost all of them. He does. It's the only... Yeah, it was ridiculous. There's literally nothing, zero things you can do about that. Because I don't even know if there's enough points between all the other players to put up more than that. <sighs> all right, let's go over our, our next matchup. Uh, the most anticipated matchup of this week was the podcast host with the win versus the better podcast host. I took this one it's commandingly. One. Uh, I don't know what Josh is talking about. I beat him by almost... 60 points. Almost double. <laughs> Almost. Uh, and Josh, um, you know what you have to do, don't you? Uh-oh. Stinky. I'm the stinker of the week, but in my defense, my team's not bad. I had my running back number one get injured in the first quarter, so he only put up 1.4 points, where he normally puts up 20-plus every week. Then I had... Daryl Henderson, who came off back-to-back 18-point -back games. The only two games he played in, he put up 18 points. He put up three points this week for whatever reason. It was a very defensive game. Calvin Ridley, who's the number one fantasy wide receiver up until this past week. Still, he's number one. Even with this zero-point week, wow. he's still number one. So the number one wide receiver put up zero points. He, got, he didn't have a single reception. He had, what, four targets the entire game. It looked like Matt Ryan was lost he didn't it looked like Calvin Ridley didn't play because he was targeting the fourth and fifth string players and then the highest scoring the crazy part is my highest scoring player was my defense which the Kansas City Chiefs did put up 18 points which is a lot but a quarterback should almost always put up more than 18 points and Joe Burrow only put up 17 against Jacksonville yeah, and my team has just been anchored by uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, this is back-to-back -back weeks with 40-plus points. Is it three weeks in a row? No, I'm sorry. He put up 41, 33, 41. Uh, 
there is absolutely nothing more that you could ask for out of your quarterback than that. He is currently the quarterback one overall, um, and I am very happy with that. Uh, I also sustained my one of my biggest bye weeks with three players of mine being on bye in the Titans. Uh, I was able to sustain and overcome that, which is a big thing. Yeah, I think Nolan just told the players on my team that they also don't get the bye that the Titans have. I think they just thought they don't have to play either. I also did the math on if my players put up what they average, what my final score would have been. So if Austin Eckler didn't get hurt in the first and he normally puts up about 20 points, we'll say he puts up like 18. So that's 17 more points. And then Calvin Ridley puts up 20. So that's 37 more points right there. Daryl Henderson would put up 18 because he literally did 18-18 the past two weeks. So that's another 15. That's another 45 points between the three of them. So adding on to my final score, I put up 120, which isn't enough to win, but that's average, slightly above average for the points this week. It's definitely a lot closer. Yes. And then you also have to look, Robbie Gold put up two points as a kicker. That means he made two extra points, and that was it. He didn't, make a, he didn't even kick a single field goal. He didn't miss any field goals. He didn't kick one, whereas your kicker put up 13. So if both our kickers put up what normal amounts for a kicker is, the game's almost tied. It could have gone either way at that point. Nonetheless, it didn't. I blew oh, out yes. by 57 points. But I'm not worried. I mean, obviously, I'm worried that my players did this, but it was by far all of my players' worst weeks all at once. I got every single worst performance on the same week. Yeah, that was tough. Um, on to our next matchup. Let's go over... Uh... Big Brown Sugar versus Limp Richards. Uh, Richie handed Josh Thomas his first L. Uh, it was a close game, uh, but Melvin Gordon's uh, good Thursday night really helped solidify Richie's win. Uh, going into Monday night, we really didn't know who was going to win, uh, but Aaron Jones decided to be Aaron Jones and have a pretty good week, and Matt Ryan decided to not do well at all um but although he only put up 104 points josh's team's looking good uh he's got kareem hunt who will come in and be a starter now for at least the next four or five weeks uh when mike davis is taken out he'll have christian mccaffrey back so i don't think josh thomas is too worried no, this was very uncharacteristic of his team Absolutely. I mean, Tyler Higby was the number three tight end going into this, but he was either score a bajillion points or score zero points, and he got the zero-point week this week. And Mike Evans returned to form and got 20 points, where before he would only get, like, a yard a game, but he would also get a touchdown. So that also really helped Richie's team. Yeah. All right. Our next matchup we're going to go over, let's go over Gee versus LeBron is goaded. That would be Maggie versus Kyle. Maggie uh, continues her win streak, puts it up to two. Uh, Kyle had a had a bad week. Uh, he had two players perform really well. Uh, one performed kind of average, and the rest were just not good. Uh, Keenan Allen had a down week. DeAndre Hopkins had a down week. Michael Gallup, down week. He he had a tough week to say the least. And then Maggie just had a, a, a pretty average week all around. I just want to pull something out. Uh, I had talked to Kyle 
prior to this week about possibly doing a trade. And both of the players, it was a bundle. So I would offer him two to three players for one of his players. Every Both of the players I offered him did better than every single player he started except for Delvin Cook and Deshaun Watson. Both of them put up more than every other player he started. So maybe we should have started. Maybe we should have accepted the trade. Although I will say a lot of these are uncharacteristic. DeAndre Hopkins is not going to put up four points every week. Michael Gallup should get more than three. So yeah, Kyle, he's just, calling you out directly. Maybe you should have just done a loan program like in soccer, where I just loan you them for the week. That was a direct call out, Kyle. Probably not really. But I, I think it was. Yeah, it wasn't. We'll go back to the tapes. Um, and then our last matchup for the week, it was Leno versus Ryan. Uh, Leno got his first win of the season against Ryan. Uh, Can't have two people being 0-4. That's not fair. I got to have my crown to myself. Yeah, Ryan, I mean, he, he had an average week. He put up 108 points. Um, no one on his team really did too terrible. Uh, Greg Zerline only put up two. Didn't, again, with kind of like Josh's kicker, didn't kick a field goal, didn't hit a field goal. Um, Wait, hold on, Michael. I actually... I'm getting a call right now. Is this is this our our special guest calling in right now to talk? Oh, yeah, I think All it right, is. Well, I guess we'll give us one short second to set that up, and we'll get that right in. Okay, guys. Uh, last week we said we we're gonna have a special guest. Uh, we gave a couple hints. My hint was that he's a whole lot of man. Uh, Josh's hint was donkey. Uh, so take your last guesses. And special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? That's right. So it's Ryan. Talk your smack, Ryan. Uh, how how's your season been going? How do you feel it's going? How's your team? How's well? We know how teams? it's going. We know how it's going because we it's, give an update every week. But how do you feel it's going? Average. average. I'm two and yeah. two now. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm putting up more and more points every week, slowly improving. You know, um, had two lucky wins, uh, disappointing loss this week, but you know I'm feeling good about it. My guys are really starting to step up, play play their game. Um, my depth is pretty horrific. But uh, if my starters what do their depth? jobs, we yeah exactly. If my dar- if my starters do their jobs, we should be uh, we should be good to at least make the playoffs, and then anything can happen there. Yeah, your team is very much they either blow out their opponents by like thirty points, or you struggle to even put up a hundred. Yeah, pretty much we uh, we do struggle to put up a hundred almost every week. But it's a roller coaster. It is a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. I can't talk too much smack. Yeah, looking at uh, points for and points against. Uh, points for, you are, what is that? Seventh? I think I'm bottom eighth. half. Eight. You're yeah. eighth in points for. Um, but points against, you're, you have the least amount of First points against. Least, right? yeah. yeah. Well, ten, ten points yeah. against. You so got pretty lucky. Yeah, you average uh, ten points, or a hundred points against a week, which is by far and away the lowest. By. Yep. <laughs> I also points. haven't faced. Uh, I don't believe I faced any of the big hitters yet. The uh, the big no. broad sugars or the twice their ages. I don't think I've had either one of them yet. So I think our stats are oh, almost complete opposites. Because so. I faced all the heavy hitters and none of the not other ones, and I have the most points against, but like the least points for. So we're like complete opposites. Yeah, you know. I mean, oh, well, I'm zero four. So my team. I did have I did have a, some rough some rough injury problems at the start of the year with. Uh, James Conner getting hurt in the first week with after like two plays and Marlon Mack that was kind of tough. I was really expecting him to be a starter for at least six seven weeks, getting some touchdowns yeah. and 
he uh, he's done for the year. So that was also kind of rough. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes are doing what I brought him in to do. So we yeah, just gotta hope that the rest of the we gotta hope the rest of the team steps up and follows suit. And if that happens, we'll we'll definitely. I'm in a, a somewhat weak division, so if that happens, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely make it to the playoffs. And then yeah. anything can happen from that. You're really lucky that Andy Reid likes to have Patrick Mahomes toss the ball out in front of him instead of behind him when he does the wide receiver stuff. Because that just yeah, gets you. Should have done that. Yeah, uh, they they decided to give one to McCall Hardman instead of two to Tyreek Hill. Hey. Other, I probably would have won on that second. Guys who started Michael Hardman, this guy. It is what. Hey, that's just like good. four extra points right there. Also, when the Bears play well, I play well, and obviously the Bears have played well for maybe seven quarters total this year so that's generous yeah let's say also no, yeah, aren't uh, the bears like half your team so that makes a lot of sense well, yeah. i mean the bears defense and cordero Patterson needs to get a lot of kick returns and, and david montgomery david montgomery has been the bears decide just not to run the ball i mean matt nagy decides to not run the ball and then go to the press conference and say that i'm not stupid we need to run the ball more and then after 40 games still doesn't run the ball so and when he does run the ball it's here david montgomery go in the a gap yeah, up the middle. Here, David Montgomery, go in the A-gap. Yeah, for real. He thinks so. running the ball is when any player has the ball and runs. And once the other team scores a touchdown, he abandons the run. So. Yeah, because why? you don't need <laughs> it, then you established it. Yeah, you just, now he just starts throwing the ball, and, you know, then it hurts Missing. everybody, including my, you know, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a mess. So we really need to, All right, yeah. yeah. One, and then, you know, the whole Steelers being on a bye this week kind of hurt, losing out on uh, James Conner. So he's been consistently one of my best players. So now you don't have to of... worry about his bye going forward, though. So you got it out of the way early. Exactly. So now we need to hit this home stretch hard. The Chiefs need to start getting into some shootouts. That defense needs to stop playing well. They just need so a that, team uh, that can compete with them. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes can start chucking the ball. And we yeah. need Patrick Mahomes to have revenge games every single week. I'm with you on that. I have some uh, Chiefs players myself, so I'm with you on that. No. How are you feeling about your matchup this week, Ryan? You're going against good old Limp Richards. Uh, yeah, you know, they're they're limp for a reason. I'm not really scared of him. Uh, I would uh, say they're like semi limp because he's been some he's hard. Up, he's played he's some hard games. He's played some good games. He's been putting up a lot of points, but uh, yeah, not really, not really scared of Richie. You know, he's been on he's been out of the league for a couple years. Just coming back, a little bit of beginner's luck at the start. I'm, you just uh, got to hit that fadeaway jumper over him, and that's a guaranteed yeah, dunk. I'm predicting, I'm predicting a victory over the top of him today, uh, this week. So I'm predicting a Big Bears Big Bears victory on Thursday Night Football. Prove a lot of NFC North doubters wrong, and then... Uh, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We, can't just, we can't just go over that. Like, you said that, that was no big deal. No, I'm, I'm thinking the Bears take a take a big win over the, the Buccaneers this Thursday. Have you watched any Bears or Buccaneers games this year? Yes, I have. That doesn't have, mean that... I'm predicting. Oh. It's a prediction. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Uh, you you not gonna can be wrong. You will be wrong, but Fair. that's neither here nor there. I, uh, I think the Bears. I think for the word the Bears win by double digits this Thursday. Double digits. Okay, heard it here first. <sighs> Crazy first. man stands on the side of the street yelling at cars. <laughs> In yeah. I'm I think there is back and roast a uh, talk about our commissioners. I, I think there's a. Uh, bigger chance that they don't score double digit points than that they win by double digits i think they win by double digits i think they figure it out they get going Don robinson has a big game david montgomery has a big game we, we figure it out 
That's a, a bold take. You do know double digits means they have to score at least like two touchdowns more than Tom Brady and the Bucks. 24-14. Okay. Um, okay. One thing about your Moving matchup on. this week is uh, Richie will be missing Aaron Jones. It's the Patriot. It's the Packers by this week. So that's a it's good sign for Aaron you. Jones is really good he is quite good at football. Good at football. So. That's your that's your shot in the dark right there. Is no Aaron Jones. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs have a somewhat decent matchup this week as well. They yeah, they're Las going Vegas. Against... Yeah. Yeah. They've uh, been okay, but. Oh, they just need someone to compete with them so they have a reason to score points. Exactly. You know, one thing I will say about Richie's team this week, he has the Monday night running back, Ryan. Oh, that's never a good sign. <laughs> no, it never is. Given, given it's Joshua Kelly. Who no. I don't think broke two points number. last week. Oh, Did he? Oh, so now Joshua That's Kelly true. is considered the number one. With well, Justin him and Jackson. Justin Jackson. Wait, how much did uh, Joshua Kelly put up last week? He put up three point three. Oh, so I wasn't too far off. Three point three. That's barely over two. Because I just remember Daryl Henderson put up. Wait, that's a different team. It is. We're gonna cut that. <laughs> Who's the deck up there? The deck up? <laughs> Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Butler? Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Butler crushed my hopes but and dreams. But Austin Eckler, I also have. So, yeah. They put up, like, no points between the two of them, and Austin Eckler left in the first quarter. Yeah. So, that's why I was concerned about that. It's just because between two running backs, barely pulling up, like, they didn't yeah. even break ten points between the two of them, and they had three quarters to do it. We'll see. Richie's another team who's been one guy kind I do of want to talk about injury. one team. No, go ahead. One team I do want to talk about is uh, Josh Thomas's team because this man went from being a bottom feeder of this league, like we're talking <laughs> second to last, last, second to last, bottom to feeder. all of a sudden being the best, the best team in the league, and it's not really close. Like he has, I, I was looking at his starting lineup. I think he has. Running backs and receivers, I think he has six starters that are in the top ten of their – they're either a running back or receiver, which is – I mean, he's, you know what they say about amazing. fantasy football. It's I all mean, just luck, and he's just lucky. As Kyle Farther would say, a, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, but I don't yeah, think this I is mean, the case. You know, I thought that's I Mr. Edgar that says that. Really, but... I, think he's really, I think he's really picking it up. You know, he's, I'm very impressed with yes. him. Uh, the fact that his team's insane, and now Kareem Hunt's going to become a number one running back. Also crazy. Who would expect half of his team to be good, though? Like, Kenyon who would expect Tyler Lockett to be, like, the number two? Kenyon Drake is his fifth-best running back. He'd be a three on my team, if not a two. So, Well, uh, 90% of the league's running backs would be a two on your team, if not a one. Oh. Oh. Well, let's relax, Mr. Three, uh, oh and four, so. Ooh. All right, let's uh, relax with the number one in points against. I have over 100 <laughs> more points against me than you, so. That's okay. No, that's I have fair. about that's 150 fair. more points against. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, you're right. That's fair. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry let's look forward. Let's see when you uh, hit a you hit a soft spot there. Um, I don't know that I play Ryan. I'll have to meet him in I don't think the playoffs. We play late in the year, or we let's don't see. play at all. It's in the past week no, seven. I don't think so. I don't think I play oh, you. Yes, uh, week eight. Elk oh, call versus eight. the better podcast host, which is Josh. So four weeks from now. Yeah. That'll be an interesting Wait, game. Eight. Yes, week eight. I'm trying to think of the bye weeks that week. Who has that's... the bye? Is that that's not the Chiefs? 
No, it is not. Uh, oh, that would bring an interesting matchup because that's we each have two players on the Chiefs. Yeah, that's true. I'm excited to face Josh. His best players are Chiefs players. So. And then well, you I face me the week after against our Chiefs. What'd you say? You face me the week after. So it'll be two two back to back L's for our commish. Yeah. I have a couple I have a couple big games coming up here. If I win my win my last couple division games, uh, it'll be clutch before I go into the the uh, crosstowns. So I was gonna say you wanna know what we call week eight and nine when you face Michael and I? That's gonna be the podcast pounding. I will not call it that. I refuse that's what, to call it that. That's what we're calling it. I I am the one that names the episode, so you can't control what it's called. What do you guys have? A combined a combined two wins? I mean, yeah, but that's because I have zero. So like, I believe that. I believe that. How many tied. How many rings do we have combined though? Three? Ooh. Four. Four? Actually, four actually. Oh, that's four. crazy. Four rings. Yeah, four rings. Yeah. Very very true. One for each week. How many so far? Do you have Ryan? One, one or two? I don't have a ring, sir. That's mm. right. My bad. I mm. yeah. forgot. Um, that's tough. Anything else did you want to bring up on this season? Uh, looking to the future, looking at the past few weeks. <sighs> Let me see. Um, taking a long time to think. That's okay, man. That's okay. We can cut that. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to now that you said it. All right. What's your one thing to say? You gotta call call someone out. No, I I also want to. I'm I'm in a positive mood. I've been in a positive mood for this season. You know, um, we get we're getting football in a pandemic, which is pretty clutch. So, you know, I've just felt really good. I'm enjoying fantasy. I'm having fun, uh, rooting for my guys, even though um, results haven't been exactly what I wanted. But another positive that's come out of this is good old Magalert is really stepping up. Uh, having a great season for never really understanding how to play. I mean, she played once before, but she didn't really know what she was doing. Uh, very impressed with her. She's she's putting up some some numbers recently. She had a rough start, but she's really picking it up. So proud of Maggie. Yeah, proud yeah of I think mean, she's second. She'll lose this week, but uh, she's been doing good. I also think she's second in points against. So, like, she's 2-2 two and two with the second most yeah. points against. She's doing just fine. Another yeah, thing so. I, I got to yeah, point out is um, – how lopsided these divisions look once again this year. It doesn't matter what we decide to yeah. do. There's always it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing that we we power rank and we separate based on on, yeah. on past rankings, and all of a sudden we just have another division that's better than the than the next. So we're we're still coming up with ideas. If you have any ideas, feel free to send them yeah. in to me, and uh, we'll discuss them and see if we can find a way to get some more even divisions. But. Uh, now, where would we you know, send them to? Is what what's the place we send them to? Do we have an email? Just text. Just text. text okay. Just text, text you. Do me. we have a phone number to text you at? Uh, you're putting this on YouTube, so I'm not gonna say it. But everybody in the league has no? it, so let me know. All right. Well, I don't know. That's true. <laughs> Anything else before we wrap up? Yeah, there was. I can't remember it. You guys oh, have any I had more a question. I did. I can't. Oh. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. This would. Is there, are there any players you're targeting, trying to get? Maybe are you trying to stir up some trades with anybody? Yeah, I've or, been I've been on the market, feeling some stuff out. Nothing nothing material or anything, but you know it's week five. It's 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 time to start looking. Okay, uh, you didn't hear this crazy. from me, but I was talking to someone else who said they were uh, doing some trading. People were inquiring. He he called them uh, 
what did he call them? He called them like urchins and moochers. And I was just like, I can't believe it. Who is it? You know who he said? He said, Ryan and Michael. That's crazy. <laughs> was it Josh Thomas? Are you, you oh, no, it was Josh Thomas. <laughs> so do with that what you want. Well, I don't think he's going to do them, so you might, if you want, I can help you out. I have Mike Kosicki if you want, him, maybe Roby Anderson. Robbie. All right, I like calling him Roby. Goodbye. And that was our special guest. Yes, thank uh, you for thank Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, our commissioner, for joining us, talking about his thoughts on his previous matchups, his upcoming matchups, and just the overall season. Yeah, so thank you for that. And I guess, I mean... No need for us to talk about his team any longer. He put it the way he wanted to say it, so let's just move on. Yeah, that's um, that's week look four. Ahead. Let's look ahead into week five and go over some matchups. Our first matchup. Josh, when you take it, you go over your matchup for this upcoming week. All right. It is, as I called him out last week, it is me versus the other Josh Big Brown Sugar. Uh, I don't know what to see about this besides the fact that I'm going to win. That's really all I got to say. I'm going to win. Okay. You know what? I'm okay leaving it that. I'm um, not going to reveal too many of my secrets. I've been talking to him a bit, but not going to reveal too many of my secrets. I got some secret stuff in the bag. I'm going to win. It's easy. It's light. Okay. On to the next matchup. It is uh, Podcast host of the Win, me versus Yee, which is Mackie. Uh, the battle of two and two teams. Uh, looking at the matchups, uh, there's only really one injury designation between either of us. It's Noah Fant, who's questionable. Maggie also has Chris Godwin, who's hurt, who is expected to miss. So there's that. And then looking at it, too, for me, I've got Julio Jones. Uh, news hasn't broke yet, but I do not expect him to play, which is tough. No, I think he re-aggravated his hamstring. Yeah, he's old. He's got hamstring problems. It's he it's came tough. into the season. It was a problem before the season. He tried to play, re-injures it. It's just harder to bounce back the older you get. Yeah, I just hope that he rests up and gets healthy and is there for me at the end of the year. Um, our next matchup. Let's go over twice the rage versus Leno. Uh, that would be Mr. Edder versus Leno. Any injury designations between the two teams? Yeah, Leno has two people on the IR. Yeah, Jalen Rager and Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Then Fournette's questionable. Don't think he'll play. And then on Mr. Edder's side of the ball, he has Nick Chubb, who was his star running back. But he also has Kamara, who's another star running back. So I think he'll fill that position just fine. He's not going to put up 190 points next week. But, I hope I hope he does not. But if he, I I could see this team putting up one thirty, no problem. And with him being four and zero, Leno being one and three, Mr. Utter should easily have this win. Well, you know what? Anything could happen. It's true. Anything could happen. Let's go over our next matchup. This is a a battle of the Parker places. Um, it is Limp Richards versus Alcall, Richie versus Ryan. On Richie's side of the ball, his two wide receivers, Mike Evans, Mike Thomas, they both have injury designations. Um, hasn't really come out yet whether or not they're going to play. But we will see as the week goes on and see if one of them plays, both of them play, neither of them play. We touched on this with the Ryan interview, but Richie is missing 
is Aaron Jones' star this week. So it could easily go either way. We'll have to see how Kelly fills in the role on the Chargers. Because last week, he did not do well. He put up about three points. If he has a repeat of that performance this week, it could be very hard to overcome that deficit. Yeah. The following days will tell us what will happen without uh, Aaron Jones and how Joshua Kelly will do uh, kind of leading that backfield. After all this, after his previous week, we've had even more injuries, and it's just showing how much more important the waivers are every single week. Because just every single week, there's more injuries. I've had an injury, at least one injury on my team, every single week. I've had both of my star running backs get hurt, which is very difficult in a two to three to four running back league with our two flexes. So it's just a very difficult thing to overcome when the waiver wire just gets thinner and thinner and you're picking up the third to fourth option on the offense that's already hampered by their injuries. Yeah, this has been definitely a season so far divined by injury. Um, and then a last matchup, Walgreens versus LeBron is goaded. Uh, it's MJ versus Kyle. Uh, MJ will be missing Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Uh, his first and second round draft pick, uh, that's where his team is rooted in. Uh, his backup quarterback is, Does not have one. is nobody right now. So. so that will be interesting to see who he picks up. There's some really good quarterbacks that are available on the waiver right now. Teddy Bridgewater, Brian Fitzpatrick, if you want to gamble with Fitzmagic, you can. He was announced as a starter, so he'll play. Justin Herbert, even. Justin He's been Herbert. doing all right. You just got to make sure that Tyrod Taylor doesn't play this week. So he has really good just one-week pickups in quarterback position. Yeah, and then on Kyle's side of the ball, uh, Cam Newton's on COVID. He could be back. Uh, mm -hmm. Le'Veon Bell, he's eligible to I return this actually week. Actually, am 95% sure Cam cannot play this week because you have to be 10 days COVID-free, which would put him on Tuesday. So unless he gets, unless Bill Belichick can get the Patriots game pushed to Tuesday, I don't think Cam can play this week. Okay. But he should be back next week, if I'm getting my dates correct, of when he was tested. Okay. Then it looks like uh, Deshaun Watson will be his quarterback mm -hmm. this week, which isn't it bad. Could be good. New or head coach got fired. So we who knows what will happen with Deshaun. Yeah. And then his kicker's on a bye. He'll pick up a kick. Yeah, that's just you stream that. a kicker. That's no problem. Yeah. That's this this like all matchups this week should be a close one. Doesn't mm -hmm. there's no clear winner no. in my mind before the game starts it's also hard to just to tell with how fluky some of these weeks have been of players good players not putting up points or players you want not regard as top pulling up big points so it's really hard to get a grasp on is your team good or is it luck yeah you know as the season goes on it's kind of it's easier to differentiate between who's good Who's lucky? Who's bad? Uh, yeah. but anything also, injuries just, again, come into play with who's good at waiver wire and who's good at seeing talent in players. Like, is this new, is the backup running back who's now the starter because their previous starter got hurt, is he as good as the starter who's going to put up points, or is he hot garbage who's going to just get negative two yards in every single pitch? Yeah, well... We'll see. I mean, I hate to say it, but as the season goes on, I'm sure there will be more injuries Just and a mighty shakeup, more waiver wire pickups. I almost can guarantee these standings will not 
almost no one will be in the same spot now as when they, uh, when it's finished. When yeah, the season is finished. exactly. No one's going to keep their position. Um, I can guarantee that. You know what? I was looking. Except me. I might. I might say it 10. <laughs> but that won't, I can still make the playoffs doing that. I was looking earlier today at our rankings and our records from last year. And one thing I didn't remember, Mr. Edder was 11-1 in the regular season last year. Yes. And guess who beat him in the playoffs? With a 4-8 and eight record. Me. I beat him. So one thing Ryan alluded to in his interview was all you got to do is make the playoffs, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year showed that. Guess what? It's much easier to win three games in the playoffs than to win and get your starting spot over the course of 12 weeks. Absolutely. So while getting 11 wins in one season is very difficult, getting three wins in a row for any team is very feasible. This is true. Um, That should just wrap up up everything. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Josh? No, I had something. I can't remember what it was. All right, that sounds like a no from me. So uh, thank you for listening. Stop coming from my throat. I'm just trying to uh, do my job. We'll see you next week. I'm the head of the Players Association. It's my job.